0: In this episode, we discuss narrative is the new brand, or is that just something Roy put on a picture on his Facebook? We'll see. We also talk about child stars on cocaine and other things like that.
1: We also talk about how to bring uh, an urban beer to new locations and how to launch it in new areas. Uh, And we also kind of talk about the dark future of social media, I think.
0: And then we go back to cocaine. Hi, this is Jonathan Kahn and Roy Pravarchik, and you're listening to Strike Gold. That's right.
1: We have a name. It's a beautiful name. It's a beautiful baby name. It's a beautiful available domain. It's a beautiful domain. Yes. This is only the second episode. People are asking, hey, why, what are they talking about? Why am I listening to this podcast of this weird, Well, uh, obviously American and let's, obviously
0: Israeli friends? Let's start between- with the fact that my voice is just very soothing. So it's nice to listen to in the morning when you're just having that cup of coffee and starting off your
1: day. I love it how like this is not Israeli at all. Like nobody – like in Israel, you basically – you get up. You're stressed
0: about something. You get to work. Yeah, that's it. And then maybe someone makes you coffee. Actually, we also – I want to start off by saying that this is hopefully going to be the last time we record in a very like uh, ghetto situation. Can we say ghetto? Yeah, you can say ghetto. There's Jewish ghettos. I think we're good. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. I mean, we might have even invented ghetto. I don't want to, like, overstep, but, like, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> Another
1: Israeli mastermind. Yeah, there we no, go. this, This is, like, this is how neo-Nazis websites kind of get their materials. <laughs> they're, like, they're like the Jews started ghettos. So it's, like, it's like <laughs> yeah. there you get two Jews talking about ghettos. Yeah. So, if, if this is the first time you're listening to us, which makes sense if you missed only one episode, so no, like the the go back to the first one. What are you
0: doing? Listening from episode two?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is uh, this is as Jonathan Jonathan said. Jonathan and Roy and we're basically this is a marketing podcast. We give advice to other marketers asking for marketing advice. We jab a little bit about clients and challenges we tackle uh, on a daily basis with clients, and uh, and then we come to either brag or complain. Uh, on the podcast
0: it's not true. we just talk the way we would talk anyways. just uh, record it and let you people hear. Yeah because you you adorable good looking people you. Um, so
1: I was looking at the audience for the first podcast and statistically by the way, people who listened to the podcast were much better looking than the people who weren't.
0: Even smarter, smart people listen to the actually I can't say that because my little brother listened and he's just uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding man I'm just kidding. Um, He's not.
1: The your, first thing he said to me today was like, dude, I thought we were like, reaching smart people. And then my brother came in. And we have to stop doing the podcast now. And said, It took me 30 minutes to, to, to basically calm down and say, listen, the fact that your brother is listening doesn't mean we
0: have to stop doing it. I actually said we need to start using bigger words. And I think that you would concur. Indubitably. <laughs> Anyway, so as Jonathan said, uh,
1: this is the last episode we're going to get a crappy audio on. So we're sorry for the audio being
0: so bad. But next week, we're moving. It's a surprise. There's a surprise next week. All right. We're going to leave it at that. Now I want to attack you. (laughs) Okay. All right. Because I literally called my brother about this and I was laughing really bad because you posted this thing to your Facebook that said, narrative is the new branding. It's deep. It's it's deep and meaningful. And the first thing I said to my brother, I I said that to my brother and I was like, Listen, there's another thing that just came out. It's top news. Black is the new black. And it's like, what is this narrative is the new branding? It's always been branding. And then the reason that I said that was because um, it seems like people are forgetting what branding actually is, and it's not this Nobody one-off thing. Nobody knows what thing. branding is. Yeah, no one really gets what it is. I mean, especially here in Israel.
1: But generally, I
0: might have muffled that. Uh, so, <laughs> Uh, but the idea is that people kind of think that branding and all this creative and all these other things are only just like a one shot. You just take it. You just go. Take your pill. You're good to go. Take your medicine. Everything will be fine. And it's actually an ongoing thing. Branding is kind of this living organism. So, of course, it has a narrative. It's like saying bringing a baby to the world and the stories that uh, and, and the accomplishments of that baby is not important. It's the actual name you gave it. But that's not what I
1: meant by saying the narrative is the new branding at all. This, if you would talk to me about what no no I, I'm just saying it's important so, that we
0: let this out in front of the podcast. Okay, no. People so, don't understand you, Roy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, narrative is the new branding was actually coming from the idea of like when you work with a brand or a company or a tech company or whatever, and they think about their branding, and then they think about their marketing. They actually, it's very hard for them to uh, to combine them or understand how one affects the other. And what I was actually talking about narrative is the new branding was that in the past or still old companies or traditional media, not getting it companies. It's basically when most companies take their branding or they want to do like a branding thing, they do small campaigns. They do like a branding campaign, they end up doing like with pulses, right? So you have like a, a few ads, a few whatever. But when you go into marketing in 2018, where you have to create something that goes on through your social media channels, through your email, through your website, through everything you actually do, how your brand behaves right? Everything is part of the branding. So by saying that it's a new narrative, because I think the brand now is not about, it's more than just, it's actually how you behave. It's how you tell your entire story. But now it actually becomes like like is a day-to-day thing. What you do every day with your brand is what kind of builds your branding. So when you try and go back and think about, hey, uh, I'm a brand that is X, Y, and Z. Um, What should I do on social media? Uh, what's my strategy? I don't know how to find like my social media strategy. I don't know what to create content about. Then you would go and say, "Hey, like go to back to your brand and like the narrative of what you day to day. It's just a reflection of what your brand is. And you translate your brand as your brand guidebook, whatever values." Uh, beliefs, you know, your mission statement, your, your mission statement, statement yeah. yeah, and you have to ask yourself how do I put this into play into everything I do, so for me, for example, uh, I had this, uh, the example that I gave in that post, if you read the whole thing.
0: No, right? I don't read, I just I, read the I images. Just, uh, yeah,
1: so I, I was guessing, None
0: so I was, so,
1: so, uh, <laughs> uh, so we were debating the strategy for stardom and what we should do on social media, especially because, like, my brand and, so, and stardom is, like, so close to it, and we're talking about, like, the newsletter and what content should we put out and I was thinking about okay in, in stardom there's only like one guiding value as, as a company I want to help startups uh, grow in terms of active users I want to do whatever it takes to help them reach that next level so when I was thinking of, and, and when I started to take this from a, a brand standpoint or a brand promise and I want to put into everything the narrative of how we work I say okay so I, we don't have a newsletter you can sign up to like the growth toolbox thing and you get every week or every month whatever you get a, an email with resources and how you can grow your startup and understanding the narrative is everything I do have to answer this simple question did it help that company grow or not and once you understand that this is your narrative I want to help you grow all your social media efforts become very clear because you go to Twitter and say what would be the best way to, to use Twitter to help a different company I like to help other companies grow and then you can go into the content we curate would be actionable towards startups, blah blah blah. I mean, but you can, but I you can also go into like Twitter chats, and you would say, okay, wait, we can have a Twitter chat, which actually people ask me questions about their brand or their company, and we're going to answer that. We can do IGN t- like I know uh, the IGTV, mm-hmm. IGN is like the gaming thing. Uh, I, we can do like the IGTV thing, and like basically every two days, do a ten to 10, uh, five to ten minutes. Tip: going deep into how to grow your Pinterest account, how to get more Twitter followers, whatever, how to how, how to look at your uh, how to look at your SaaS metrics from month to month. But everything we do is basically, I want to help startups grow. How do you translate it into different channels? But the main promise, and, and then you, that's your narrative. And the narrative is like, how, what am I going to talk about every day? And that's the new branding, like what you do every day. The story that you actually tell now that's your branding. Right. So it's not very different
0: than what branding actually is. No, I have two things. So I think okay. that on one side, branding for most of the companies that I'm meeting, um, they just think it's… Uh, it's like a one-stop thing. They think it's a brand book. They don't think that branding is anything else. They don't think… Right. Most of these people don't have a vision or mission statement. And they don't, read, and by the, the way, 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 if you read them, some like Nikes and stuff like that, it's unbelievably like fantastic. It's like right. It's complex and it goes backwards and forwards. It's like super, super smart. And they don't, they don't think that that's part of branding. They think branding is making a style and continuing it forward. And the other thing that like, I also think is that in somewhere what you said about stardom, I think that there's something small missing, which I would suggest, which is that um, your narrative is not based on what you do. Your narrative is on based what people perceive that you're doing and and find value in. So it's like... I'm if, thinking of what you're saying. Okay, Okay, just thinking about it. Because the, the way that I see it is, if you have people that you're helping and you're creating growth, yeah, no, let's stop this let's podcast fall. now. Let's, let's, tear, like, let's, let's tear, tear apart this partnership.
1: <laughs> no, this was no. the last
0: episode. No. I'm, just, I'm just saying like, uh, like the idea is it, in the end, you, you might say we create growth, right? Um, they might see it in a different sentence. They might find it in a different way. You make it easy for us to create growth or let's say – for example, um, which, but wait. But I'm, I'm talking about. I'm
1: talking this from a value standpoint, not a, not a copywriting thing.
0: No, no, no. It's not about that. Th- that's exactly it. I'm not talking about copywriting ever because I'm the dyslexic. So I'm literally, God help me, with anything that has to do with no. copywriting. But my thing is that the messaging, the messaging of what you're speaking about, the thing that's going to actually hit the right people to actually bring you more users will be whatever they perceive to be the values that you're. That you're Obviously, creating. but I'm going to tweet. So so I'm going to start with. Like, I'm just saying, like, Wix, Wix's line is, um, what is it? Uh, create your stunning website today. It's easy and free. That's my commercial voice. Um, and they put a lot of focus on going off for, like, uh, it's easy. It's that easy. Because they saw that a lot of their customers were so happy with the fact of how easy it was. They weren't talking about the beautiful part, they were talking about the easy yeah. part. So then they put a lot of focus that went into the Super Bowls and all these other things it hashtag it's that easy or whatever it was. Um, and now they shifted. But the idea was that they. They knew what their sales proposition was on their standpoint, right. which is that it's going to be easy to create beautiful websites. But then they separated it because they realized that most people were focusing on the easy and they wanted the easy and wanted to Yeah, but,
1: but it's two different things. I'll, tell you, I'll explain why. If you start with something and you iterate based on the conversation you have with the world. And, mm-hmm. the, and the reason I'm saying, by the way, is the new branding because narrative is more conversational than branding as a term and uh, it's more human it's more human and it's more otherwise it's like more, storytelling, it's
0: more it's more relationship building than narrative it's more I think if you look at it like this companies like my, my dad actually gave this to me as an example when I was a little kid um, which was gas stations he okay. was trying to show me the gas stations in America he was like we go to this gas station rather than this gas station and why the gas is now different and he goes because their branding has a continuous flow, so their commercials all have the same kind of standpoint. on so it. Like, right. This is like it's funny to have like raised on marketing as a child, but that's what we work. Well,
1: I imagine the movie about you as an adult doing like this uh, a very specific scene in your life, and during that scene, you remember bits of you as a kid with your father. Yeah, just horrific.
0: No, I uh, want you to create a presentation pitching to me. <laughs> no, I, I imagine you going to like the, the movie would be you
1: going to like the most important meeting of your life. And, then and you would go, and every once in a while, you get a like every. A you talk, you, start, you, at, you start doing the presentation, and you get a little flash from what you taught, what your father taught
0: you. And like you get and a you, lot of these things. Kind of Corey Feldman would be you as a kid. I do this to my kid all the time. My dad once said this said this to me. He was like, "Do you know that if you visualize in your head going to the baseball plate, holding the baseball bat, feeling it in your hand, watching the ball come to you and hitting it, and you visualize that over and over and over, it's equal." or even, even better in some situations to actually going and practicing. Now, I didn't know if that was true or not, but it was something that stuck with me. And then for years later on, it stuck with me. And all of a sudden, I saw research that kind of showed that it, it is, it's true. And that this, if you use your imagination enough, you can actually prepare yourself for pretty much anything. So I do that shit with my kids all the time. I find some new research, and I let them know, like, the dead, like the last part of it. And they're like, Dad, why are you telling me this? I'm like, now it's the seed has been <laughs> seeded or planted, you know? like It's in there. 10, 15 years down the line, you find the cure for cancer with what I just gave you, son. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so the gas crazy. station, what I was saying about the gas station is like that was like very true and it, it, it rained true everywhere that 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 branding went. It continues to have the same, the, the same uh, feel, the same messaging and everything. That's great. But what happened is, is that everything now is so fast and it's all over the place. There's so much media, so much stuff to look at. There's all this stuff going on all the time and we're looking at it all the time also that it's... It's just not – it would look like it's dormant. It would look like it's just standing there. It wouldn't look like it's I, doing it's anything. It's not going to be native. No, it just, it just would not look like it's moving compared to how much other things are moving. And I'm not talking about other brands. I'm talking about people and, and, and Instagram so, videos and stuff like that. So now for, for normal brands to be able to catch up, they have to have a consistency that can only be relatable as, as human conversation. As like you know someone who's constantly talking to you and trying to find ways to yeah express but I think it. I
1: think it's even more because it's it's that multiplied by format multiplied by channel uh, and you have to go native per channel with no of course. view.
0: so actually fo- that's why you you would probably suggest to most people is focus on one channel right stick with it, get it right that's it yeah
1: uh, it's, it's so so I just think like that the thing about the narrative is that it's like uh, and we we'll start with what you said you start with one thing you're saying this is the best value I can give back to the world This is what I think people want from me or this is what I believe in as a company You start doing it You get reactions from the world and you adjust yourself That's important because a lot of people don't understand that yeah, and I, for me That's a big difference. With, like, what's my branding and what's my narrative your narrative can evolve over time your branding has to go through rebranding so narrative can evolve and like, we can change the conversation as we go Branding is like every once in a while you rebrand. And for me, like branding is going back to the values, the story, the whole thing. Narrative is about going forward and communicating that brand. So I think in this day and age, like the branding, I I do believe it's kind of a milestone, but then you have to kind of take this into the world and that's the narrative. And when I say narrative is a new branding because the story that you tell is the branding that you create. And now it's just like more story oriented than just like messages or my messaging is it's what you, you it. it's actually how you behave from day to day okay
0: so I'm less angry than you that post okay
1: now um, I want to ask you a question it's gonna, it's gonna be a tough one okay do you want to answer some questions because we have some cool okay questions. so let's go let's go I hit, the, I the questions I so get this one. is the part like because this is the second episode I'm introducing parts like a theater thing oh
0: okay so we should probably have some musical thing right here boom Thank you so much for joining us back. No, oh no, we didn't do an edit. Oh shit! Oh, there's no plus. audio. God uh,
1: damn it! Uh, so, um, so this is the like because it's like only the second episode, so there's not like this is where we do. Um, so every episode we're gonna try and answer like at least one or two kind of marketing questions we get for either from clients or from people all, all over. I actually the web. want to get
0: some people interviewed on our thing. It's so gonna happen possible. soon. I have somebody cool to bring in as well. But I actually have this guy who I really want to interview. Maybe it's the same guy. No, there's right? no way. My guy's from Madrid. He's incredible. I think he'll do it, too. All right. Oh, my God. The, that's enough. Not, enough Ignore with, that. Ignore in, that. Enough
1: with you trying to talk me into your man-on-man on man on man action.
0: <laughs> that's it for this episode. Come with me to Madrid. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's run away together. Let's just do this. Nobody would care. <laughs> like, literally nobody my would wife know would anybody. actually be like, oh, thank God, this oh, is a okay. vacation.
1: They they like the house is so much calmer now. Anyway, so... Um, uh, so, yeah, you want to answer some questions? Yeah, let's, got? Do this, let's do this. Okay. So, uh, so there were actually two questions I was thinking that might be interesting. So, one, I, I can't disclose the name because it's like issues, legal issues, but it's a, uh, a company that I worked with for a little bit. I gave a talk there recently. It's a Okay, big, don't give any more a, information.
0: People are just going to use Google. Uh,
1: no, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's not there. Like the story is it got deleted 24 hours later. Uh, okay, it's good. like a big uh, beverage brand in Israel. And uh, they were actually asking about a beer that they want to get from center Israel, which is very popular here to be popular at other locations as well, very urban. And they were basically asking what would you do, uh, what would be your strategy or how would you approach this challenge of of getting the beer into other cities in in Israel. That's one. And the second one is about like uh, how do you create kind of viral content. Like, how will you approach into, like, how do you create viral content? Now, um, I think we'll try to answer both. I'm not sure we have the time. But we might just do the viral one, like, next episode. or cool. Because I actually kind of like the beer question. All right. Because we're actually drinking beer right now. That's so, true. So that resonates with me. Next time we're going to drink something viral. And then <laughs> Is this the beer company? <laughs> because, no, we're not drinking that beer. No offense. I just didn't want it to... Leak into the podcast, and people know what beer we're talking about.
0: People hack my camera all the time. Yeah, uh, the NSA is all over. Your yeah, throat. they're all over my computer. Um, so, you want to do the beer question? Or the yeah, yeah let's question? do the beer, beer question. question. So, what? So, what? Okay, so, okay. so I'm, going,
1: I'm going to basically tell you what the question was.
0: Okay, <laughs> like like I'm setting up the stage for it. Well. Yeah, tell me what you said. I want to hear where we no, with okay. so
1: so basically, this is a... I I don't want to I don't want to disclose the name because I don't want to disqualify this episode. Uh, or just like sue me personally because I have an NDA with them, maybe or not. I don't know if I signed it or not. I I hope I didn't. I also like that that here in Israel you can kind of like just. I don't. Not sign, I don't. Sign, I, and, I don't. I don't sign NDAs. I don't sign NDAs usually. Like it's very, it will be like a very unique situation where I do. It's because you meet startups, so like uh like I you have to sign an NDA, which basically doesn't let you do work. With any company in our category. Yeah. And, and then, then you sign it. And, no, products. and and then they give like this amorphic idea, like we wanna do a product that you can share photos with. Right. Like, ah, oh, come right. on dude. Yeah. Right. Like like what the fuck? No, yeah. that's like everything now. <laughs> uh anyway, so uh so basically this is a beverage comp this is like a, a very urban beer in its setting. It became very popular like uh it, it came from like a shady background because the brand kinda died out. Okay. And they managed to bring it back, mostly in Tel Aviv for a while. It's like a, it's. I think it's a strong beer now. I think it's like a strong beer. Now. I just I just to to say what it is, but I won't. And now they kind of want to penetrate other markets, uh, which is like in other big cities in Israel as well. We yeah, we have some other big cities in just Israel.
0: Penetrate the markets. You've got to <laughs> penetrate them. You got to take it out to dinner. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you got to just penetrate that market. Deep uh, penetrate that market. Yeah. If there's if there's like consent <laughs> on both sides. Oh, means, of course. Yeah. That's, Let's keep this podcast is uh... yeah. This
1: podcast is not. Uh, <laughs> we're not that kind of uh, marketers.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> we would just spend a day without them. Yeah. Um,
1: anyway, so uh, so they basically said like, hey, what would you do to bring this brand? And because it's such an urban urban brand, urban 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 urban. 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 Okay, yeah, my Israeli accent is like fucking yeah. It's so leaking in. It's leaking in. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, my first thing I said I would kind of. I would, first of all, I I would do two things. First of all, I would find actually, like, uh, spots that young people, students, uh, 20-something year old, like, hang around with. So, I would start, like, uh, with universities, around universities, and I would basically just, like, like, take a food truck, which is, like, very cool and hip and still happening. Mm -hmm. I would just go to that place, and I would basically uh, hand out beer and food. And I would basically, uh, first of all, I would just, I would do a few things. First, I would create this scene around me. I would just move the food truck every day to a different location in that area for like, I don't know, for a month or like two weeks. Okay. I would kind of surprise do pop-ups everywhere. Um, that's the first thing. And I would do, a uh, handout like the free beer and like uh, with a crazy logo and everything.
0: What's the general vibe of here?
1: Like, who are they looking to? So, to I, so, so their main audience here in Tel Aviv is like hipsters. Okay, uh, and that's actually been working pretty well for them because it's like going up. It actually has a good fusion. To yeah, other. it's like a thing where
0: people turn around, and go, "Oh, hipsters are into it. It's going to be mainstream." At one yeah, point.
1: and it actually worked so far. So uh, I basically said that like, you should do the food track thing. You go there, you give up free, like kind of hot dogs, food, whatever, meat, or something also by the way vegetarian, because hipsters are yeah, also hipsters like uh, vegan. Yeah, vegan hipsters. That's a thing. Um, <laughs> that's, a thing. <laughs> that's a thing now. That's a thing apparently. Yeah. <laughs> And I would actually create like, and I would also kind of go and look into locations that are Instagram worthy, or I would actually bring something that is Instagram worthy. Now, I don't know if we discussed this together, but I think that now when you design a location, a bar or a store, you have to think about Instagram. So, if you go now in Tel Aviv, there's a lot of places that have, like, neon signs with, like, inspirational quotes. Like, this is the sign you were looking yeah, for. Yeah, because are looking
0: just Yeah, because it. it's
1: something that is, like, worth taking a photo from. Right? Yeah, they do that in uh, the labs or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. They're in, looking, like, Mindspace and stuff. Yeah, they like, actually designed it to be really well Instagram because you know that's how people share stuff yeah. so I would, I would do these two things I would have a hashtag and I would base or I would either I like get people to, every time I gave someone a beer I would take a photo of them and post it and just tag them okay so I would actually have the Instagram account like somebody with uh with that beer Instagram account so the uh, on the problem- phone wait 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 let me okay. finish sorry, and then sorry. take it uh, and I would basically let other people do takeovers the whole day like, somebody, like, people would be, like, doing shout-outs for friends to the company. It's Instagram. They would tag themselves, tag a friend. And I would also kind of actually have somebody going on the Instagram and looking for, for people who actually took a photo in the uh, location around it. And we just text them saying, hey, I saw you took a, this beautiful picture in whatever, 10 meters away. We're actually handing out free beer and burgers on the food truck. Uh, come in, get your free burgers and- and I would spend like a month doing that in that area. That's
0: okay. like my initial. Thought. Okay. So for like, so for me, it kind of goes like this: if I'm looking at hipsters, anyways, I would say that you go artists, and then I would say that you basically, after you go artists, I would turn around and go, "All right, students." What does it mean, try, no I think that there's a lot of like cities um, outside of Tel Aviv outside of the hipster area, which would again, this translates to anywhere in the world where you go a little bit outside, and all of a sudden you start hitting. People who are dealing with uh, artistries, whether it's uh, – they're painters, they're uh, street artists, they're graphic designers, they are musicians, these types of people who are, again, these are the people that people look up to. Like you're get, you're, yeah. you're looking up to these people also on social. Forget that. On social, they're the ones with the cool accounts. They're the ones that people want to look at and have the they're best the content. the movers and the shakers. Uh, the shakers and the movers and the breakers. They are the uh, – they're, they're, they're the ones you're following. So – um, I would kind of aim out for that and then I would kind of go uh, – I, I think that there's – I think if I'm going to hipsters and then I go to artists, I would turn around and try to say like every person has something inside of them that's creative, something that's artistic, something that's unique, something that's special, right? Because like when you look at a hipster and you turn around, there they're basically – hipsters are basically um, trendsetters they're, or even better. They're more like fashionistas in some way. What they're looking at, they're looking at the things that kind of went out of style. Again, maybe I'm wrong, but this is the way I see it. They look at the things that kind of went out of style and then they try to bring it back as cool. And, you know, they bring some jacket that looked like shit on my dad and they put it on and all of a sudden like, hey, look at how cool this is. This is like something that – this would be considered lame today and I'm going to make it cool. <clears throat> and then you look at the, the di- designers and, the, and these graphic people and they're kind of right in the right direction. I think that they're all people who are trying to be unique. Um, they're people who are thriving to be unique. I think that it might also be interesting to try to turn around and say uh, what if you do some sort of a challenge on the food truck where people who want to get the free beer actually have to show their unique side or talk about something cool that they've done. I would actually do a voting system where people could actually use polling to turn around and say should they get a free beer or not or should they win a prize or something.
1: But don't you think the polling system would be like, should we get a beer in any way, like 15 minutes, 20 minutes to get well, a beer? I'm guessing you'd
0: have to fake a little percentage of it. Or you'd basically start having judges there. Do a live stream mm-hmm. of judges there. Or maybe do like an action where people May- say, okay,
1: everybody I- who's around. Go to your Instagrams. Go to our story." Every person's gonna go in. We're gonna ask, "Be worthy or not," and you're gonna to have to pull. And you kind of engage the well, audience. If the prize, inside, you create
0: like this small community around If the prize is, the is the not a beer, thing. if the prize is not a beer, you can pretty much give a beer to every person who votes on one of the people who should win a or win the prize. Right? So I, I, I and I would actually think it'd be really funny to do a situation where, as you walk up the ramp, like let's say you do a little ramp in front of the food truck, so people can get up to the right level, kind right. of thing. So you have a ramp you get your food, and then you go off to the side, and there's like a little stage. And there are three people there sitting and they got standing there with a taco and it says, so what have you done as creative right, lately? And then the person's just standing there like, I, I drew this during class. And you like, okay, you could have one. One of my favorite ads, I have not found this online and it's one of my favorite ads. Because it's fake. No, no, it was fantastic. It was an ad for a cherry Coca-Cola, I think it was. And they had this uh, hole in a construction site. It's still, it's it, it stuck in my brain. So there's a hole in construction site. Someone sticks, this young guy kind of walks by the construction site. Oh, people walking by because no one cares yeah. in New York. And some little, some like college student or whatever sticks his head through the hole and he sees, he like, he goes in and some huge mafia guy grabs him by the shirt and pulls him in. And then a little mafia guy comes and goes, hey kid, kind of curious, aren't you? And then the guy is like, oh shit. And then all of a sudden he goes, here you go. And he gives him a cherry Coca-Cola. And he's like, for the curious, and then wow. like all of a sudden, yeah, it was like a really cool thing. So I kind of think it would be really funny to have a situation where people go up and be like, oh, they're like, "I got a free taco," oh! and then they go into a room, and it's like there are three judges going. So what? What creative have you done lately? What have you? What makes you unique? Yeah. Kind of put them on the spot. Yeah, but that's a video ad, man. That's not a like, no. But ad. I'm saying that would be the run a campaign to do after. Oh, like yeah. I always see these things as okay. I, 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 I would do I, the, funny the way
1: things is, on the spot, but like I would. Uh, I would just find because it has to be quick. Because like, first of all, think about this. Think about you're
0: thinking about these people who kind of are very brave. But think about isn't wait, wait. First of all, all these different things. What you just said right now, it's a very limited amount of people, right? How many? How many? You know, people will they have per day? out of the university? Even if it's out of the university, yeah. Even if it's out of the university. Hundreds. So let's say they Easily have a hundreds. thousand. What five thousand? You can uh, two thousand. Let's say they have two thousand people. That's not the impact the beer company is really looking to make. No, but I think okay. So. This is so a, they go and they talk about it with some people. Some of them do stories. That's but, great. But okay, so isn't I, the concept to create some sort of material you can pull out later? Like McDonald's yeah, hey, like is doing this with that scream for yeah, ice cream. Yeah, but you know what? Which is horrible, by yeah, the yeah. way. Yeah, okay. So you know, that's like really pisses me off. Scream for ice cream, like so you know, disturb for everyone. Me, so
1: for me, that's an amazing example of how you fuck up as a new no. Brand, I get that. as a brand because because I'll tell you what. I think the old version of advertising would be oh we'll do a cool video of this afterwards. And that's what people like. That's what ad. That's what like advertising agencies have done so for so long. Like you do a campaign, nobody actually heard of, and then but the video will show five thousand people from across the country. No, so see, fuck so, that. No. So because, where are you going
0: to go with like five thousand people? Yeah.
1: No. But it's not that. First of all, because if you do this and it's an orbit and it's catching up and you do this is viral. This is this is actually uh, this is a real social media as a brand because you're creating this life event. You're bringing people into it. You're engaging and you're using social media to enhance that experience. And you know that basically them getting that experience and you resonate that through your social media. That's the core business, not the video you're going to put out after. You can put it
0: like the – So big, then, I feel like, then I feel like there needs to be so much more depth to the food truck. Like for example, you it, it, have to get like – It has to be the way it's designed. It has
1: to be the way you service. It has to be the experience that you Yeah, you're maybe whereby.
0: the food. Yeah. The maybe food, it should be flowers it, on so, top of that so, taco okay, or whatever so, it is. So, maybe so. I was
1: not clear enough at the beginning. It, can, it can't be just like a regular truck handing out hot dogs. It has to be like a theme-based truck, which feels like very either very New Yorkish or very Brooklyn kind of thing, or very urban. It has to be something that feels out of the ordinary for them, that they would feel like, ah, oh, somebody brought this culture in. So, for example, if you go to – have you ever been to the Bellboy? It's like a yeah, cocktail yeah, bar in yeah. Israel. So, it's they a, have this uh, – if
0: you speakeasy if, no, if you don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, so they have like this from A to Z. It's branded so well. The bathroom is branded. The music. The vibe. the yeah. People are wait. And that experience. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, but with a food truck, you're not going to get that. Sure. So theoretically, the Think way you, you, know, tr- what, you know what I have one for you. Think truck. about the food. Have you ever uh, made the truck? So the looks, for example. Action Bronson. Action Action Bronson okay. did, mm-hmm. did like a foot, like he did like actual like. Uh, Live shows. Live, he did like an actual live show. Mm-hmm. And right before the live show, he's actually working on a food truck giving out people because he understands food. He was like a chef or something. Yeah. So there's like this play on the fact that like music, culture, food kind of thing, right? Artistry, uh, like, you know, that kind of stuff. It's kind of cool to like go in that way. If it's just uh, Brooklyn or California style, it's more California, by the way, the food trucking, like things, kind of like those tacos or those uh, uh, no, but Cuban I, but sandwiches and stuff like that, which was like a big trending thing there. Okay. But anyways, if you go for that kind of direction, yeah, by the way, yeah, anyways, the ones in California have like beautiful food, the ones that I've had in New York has been like shit. Yeah, but that's I, a,
1: what that's what I want to give them actually. No, don't give me
0: shit. No, but it's it's not had, like be, some decent no, tacos. No, but
1: it's like it's like going to it's like eating hot dogs outside. You want to get the nastiest hot dog possible. No, 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 no,
0: no you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no. no, you do. No, you want it to be the most unhealthy hot dog you've ever had, but you don't want it to be something where you see this like metal jar, uh, not jar, metal can, like being opened up with cheese whiz that they throw in there. It's, but this, that's, that's but
1: that's actually what's working so well for like a young is is non shit. And all that. It's like it's like
0: like I don't know, if someone shows me a video of Yeljani right before he like makes his fancy restaurant and he opens up a can of like cheese whiz, I'm gonna be really bummed.
1: But you know what? I fucking I'm fucking sure that someone's gonna do with cheese whiz, it's gonna be like the hipster trendy in the world.
0: No, there are people who've taken like Twinkies and made them into elegant uh, like meals and whatever. I've seen that and they think, think about
1: this fucking thing where he takes like the the, the the leftover of the pita and he puts like the cheapest chocolate with the chocolate shakha or whatever in Israel. And he sells it back to you for like 15 shekels. This is like trash worthy thing. In every like shawarma place, they will throw that shit away. And he's like
0: reselling it to you. Yeah, but there's like, there's a very big culture of the, of using every part of your food and stuff like that. I'm not talking about it, not here. But but in the rest of the world, there's like, they have the whole, what is it called? Whole animal uh, restaurants. Where you go and they, you don't know this, this is kind of like a thing. So like restaurants who pride themselves. Kidding, everything
1: we do is like a whole. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: that's just one meal for you guys. Yeah. Uh, no, but the idea is that they have like this thing where they kind of like they get one cow, and they use every single part of it to produce everything that they can produce out of it to kind of show that they're not wasteful and they're trying to be you know good for. I the love it. Right. I love it. Like
1: that's a, the weirdest way to show that you're ecological.
0: Right, it's like it's no. I'm most of the time, you're getting you're getting. Let's say you go and you get wings. You get like a package of like twenty wings. Those are that's that's ten chickens. Thank God I did that math. Wink, <laughs> Wink. <laughs> <But it's, laughs> wing. <laughs> um, but it's like ten chickens. That's kind of like nuts to think of like ten chickens just so you can have ten wings. Like yeah, twenty wings. Sorry.
1: <laughs> well, I'm actually well. I, if, if you if you go to that math and you suddenly care about how many dead animals you have, you, you shouldn't eat meat at all.
0: No, no, I'm cool with that. Like, no, it, the whole thing is like they're, they're showing you like the industry and they're saying the industry is like populated where they have like so many animals that are just produced to be killed and it's all, all this like shit just so you can have one piece of uh, meat that's only exists on one cow and you would have 20 of those at your barbecue. It's like stupid stuff. Um, but then they show you like a farm in France and they're like, they have like three cows. And they're, they're like, you know, we raise these and then we make the meat and we give it out and sell it and I'm, like, oh. I can, I can live with that. That's not so bad. Like mm-hmm. you, there was a documentary about uh, Frog Brat and they kind of like showed you the industry in America and they showed like these crappy places where they're force-feeding ducks. I, I have
1: to tell you that with everything that comes to eating meat, I eat meat but it's hard to justify that shit. As you go by... No, I
0: don't have any problem justifying it. You were hungry, you had nothing to eat hate no, shit no. you went and you killed whatever you could No, I, people eat I, rats I, wait, in Indonesia I'd eat a rat if I was fucking hungry no like, I'm, I'm not going
1: to go into it because I feel like it's a deeper and not not like a marketing topic I want okay. to tackle I, just and, 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 like, and like it's like one of the audiences that I'm most afraid of uh, vegans? yeah I, I'm scared of
0: you're this. really scared of audiences all of you need to be nicer to Roy when you see him in the street right <laughs> But, I don't know what you guys are doing wrong. I don't care about any of you. Any of tell, tell, tell doing something makes no sense. I'm just I'll tell, tell you it. why
1: because I think the most important thing is to
0: see how people react to things. I think it's the most important thing in the world to see how people react to things. Yeah. And, why do you care? I like mean, in the end, if they don't react correctly to something that you said, then then I have to change my marketing strategy. No, that's so wrong, man, dude. Like it's uh, maybe. Well, the, I, I think as a person, I don't care. For me, this podcast, I'm being mostly just a person. The most part, I, mean, I, I talk about marketing stuff, anyways. To people it's just they yeah. don't usually care. No, but you know, um, you know, what? I,
1: I'll tell you what. Um, I think I think I just I feel that in
0: the past year I have a lot of conversation where I. By could, the way, comedians! You watch comedians. You love comedians. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah, but I, I don't know why. I, I did this thing. I did this thing on my story the other day. There's like this Israeli. Um, like, children's uh, guy. I don't know what you call it. Like, he just, you know, goes up on television. He's like, hey, kids! You know, that like kind of, one of those guys. Uh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, the uh, saying for illegal reasons. Yeah. yeah. You can muffle that. Allegedly. Allegedly some guy uh, who, like, he has, he has a, a huge deal for cocaine. Takes a lot of cocaine. I was 100% sure he was a pedophile for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't... It didn't even matter to me. Here's what I said. So, I, I heard this. My wife was like, did you hear... That this guy that our daughter has been watching on television uh, apparently does a whole bunch of cocaine. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, oh, all the parents are talking about it. And I said, who gives a crap? Like literally this is the guy I, I put my child in front of so that I can go do whatever the hell I want to. This is the worst moments of my life. It's like the ones where I'm like, I need a break from you being – you existing. Come sit and watch this person. If he's not entertaining enough, I give him the cocaine. I need him to dance. Dance puppet dance. That's what I needed to do to entertain her, so I can go and do whatever I need to do in the kitchen, or go and I don't know, use the bathroom for a second. This is what I need. So I don't care if he's on cocaine. So I did this story and I put it on my on my Instagram, and parents like they were so happy. No, they were so happy. No one was against me. They were like, oh, that's a funny perspective. That's really good. So funny because like it's like.
1: You'll be like, oh, and he did drugs and it's a bad thing. Like, this is so horrible. And then you, like, put the doors on or you put, like, Zeppelin on. And I'm like, yeah. dude, like, like what, what do you think? No, it's right? like I said, until he's playing a song where he's like,
0: kids, come sniff some white powder. We're going to yeah, ride I'm the- actually more <laughs> worried
1: about the time they spend watching you on TV, even being nice. But in general, the time they spend, because he's idiot. Like, he's like, my main issue with him is not the cocaine. Is no, he's
0: material. He's like super. Oh, idiotic. it's really bad. It's really bad. He's material. Like I have my daughter, talking to me. My daughter talking to me about like, like uh, I'm confused. I'm doing bad stuff, and I'm like, no, what? No, you're not. You're you know exactly what you're doing. Stop doing that. And she's like. That's part of his song. I'm confused. I do this. and Or oh, she'll come up to people and the I street. love it because, because old people can resonate with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like like, I'm confused. confused. I'm confused. I touched your boob. Sorry, waitress. My hand, it doesn't uh, work the way yeah, it used to. Old people are the No, boys. but... Uh, <laughs> I just want to be old so I can you, do whatever I want. I think to you do feel comfortable maybe. saying that because you know I'm none of our audience are after <laughs> that age. Yeah. The old people, I was trying to explain this to my grandparents. I was like, I'm doing a podcast. She's like, what's a podcast? I was like, it's like radio but it's like the talking. <laughs> it's like talk is grandma. It's like radio exactly if it's been recorded and put online in a different way. Right. And she was like, "Oh, well that's good. You do your radio show." <laughs> <laughs> put it on um, my gramophone when you walk in. Yeah, just could you put this on the... Yeah, they have a cassette for it. They actually listen to a lot of radio. In America, they listen to a lot of that, like, stuff. And she's like, do you know what I learned today from the radio? And I'm like, oh, God, grandma. No, yeah, but it's the same thing, just, like, fucking listening to a podcast. It's exactly I, the I think that podcasts just get to be a lot more chill. Uh, yeah, but. Because the radio is very, like, straight. Like, because a, you can uh, say uh, fuck on the podcast. Because you can. I think you talk can. About think you addict I'll tell you what it is. My, my brother said to me, like. Are we
1: still talking about the beer thing? Because I think yeah. we kind of. I think we out.
0: left it. I don't know where we went with Wait, but what was the advice? Oh, what was the advice? Well, I think that... Okay, so we're at the point where we kind of turn around and saying, is it doing something creative?" For...
1: You said go with the
0: creative, go with the... I would kind of... Yeah, I would think that you could create all this amazing material based off the like the artisans and trying to like continuously go. Actually, and by the way, here's the thing. You're kind of turning around to me, and you said this before also, which is like shitty for me because I know it's true that I kind of jumped to the commercial first. Yeah. And the reason why is because in my head, all the materials, the best materials are video. Yeah, but that's... and Wait, but I want to make it very clear. That place that you're talking about right now, the the way that they got that group to be so into them was because of video. No. That's 100%, 100% not, tr- not true. That, that's their, their commercial. That I
1: can't tell fucking the story now. But no, those are the commercials of the old brand where they actually failed. The way they build their brand now is like from the bottom up. They went to
0: people like yeah okay they it. were bottom up
1: they were they, right, they sponsored like small events like community events for hipsters in Tel Aviv they sponsor like small live shows in different places that sounds like something mexican no <laughs> sorry no, that's, uh, uh, so so they start <laughs> from the ground up and you know what i think that every like most okay so money in advertising for brands right now can be like the crunches that you use Crutches, yeah. No, crutches. Crutches, sorry. Oh yeah. Um, but Crunches sound delicious, by the way. Yeah, it <laughs> does sound delicious. It is delicious. I can't. There actually that. was the thing that says that you rate like crispy. Wait, no, no, wait. Let's focus. We're over forty minutes. Sorry. Oh my god. Holy crap. It's very hard to justify this, and yeah. we've been talking about like this drag and retainer kid. Anyway, so um, so you know what? This is perfect. It's getting close circle with like like narratives and new branding, because. Branding is doing that video. Narrative is creating that experience in that live moment where people come in and you look at. I want to give them the best experience right now. Social media. Okay, I'm just thinking about engaged. the story
0: of it. That's what I'm thinking about. Okay, but like story- that's what's gonna be. It's gonna be doing these events just. So you Wait, can kind but of no, stories. but that's
1: but but what basically what you want to do is you want to create this 2,000, 3,000 people who went through that experience for the first day. 3,000 people going through experience another day, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's how you actually build like a loyal audience. Versus an advertisement that actually nobody really cares about. You don't like. You don't like these days. You don't even remember who did the advertising. You remember like the creatives, maybe. You don't remember the advertisement anymore. Nobody fucking cares. The like, the most. I think the most. No, mar- I agree with you.
0: Like I, the first and time so, I actually enjoyed so, a beer so, was after a marathon. So okay, They were giving so, out Carlsberg for free okay, or something like that. Amazing.
1: So so the actual narrative. The new branding thing is actually, oh, this is like my brain going up. Okay, so uh, so this is actually this because you, you don't say like, oh, how am I going to scale that up? You basically say I want to create this experience for this amount of people real time. This is what I actually do. I'm going to give you like the most amazing fun experience that I can do right now. It's going to be unique to what you have. You, you, you don't have the food truck. You don't have the free beer. And that's your narrative because you as a, this is you as a brand saying I'm young. I'm um, urban because you do what an urban brand would do. Food trucks, live things, uh, on-the-spot engagement. The old, the old way is like, I'm going to do a TV app for this. I'm going to do a YouTube pre-roll versus this is the moment. Like Instagram stories, Snapchat, it's all focused on one thing. What are you doing right now in this moment? How are you experiencing your moment? How do you, how do you translate your emotional experience into, into something that is instant? That's the core of it. It's and more that's real. The, that's what it is. And that's the narrative of the
0: brand. And is that, you went full circle. We I gotta went stop full now. Full circle. I want to go to the next question, but we don't have time. I to wish we, we had a bell circle. where every time we in the conversation we'd go ding. full
1: circle, we're like ding, 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 kind of thing. And you just been full circle, oh, my friend. Son of a.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it how you. Son of a. Oh no! no oh, yeah! No, yeah I'm you're not sure I to right. say that.
0: Because no, I um, want you get in trouble. I don't care. So, so you saw so that. I want was, hate, so mail. That's what narrative, hate mail. So that's
1: what narrative is the new branding is all fucking about. Boom! Oh,
0: I got it. I
1: can't say boom. I just noticed that my boom is not exciting. It's boom. not like a. It's, like, it's not like case made. It's it's more of like a, I made a boom. It's like <laughs> I made a boom boom. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh,
0: that's my that's my spiel, man. There you that's go. that's the thing. God damn. So basically um, it's just coming up with a whole bunch of interesting things yeah. you can do on the fly and then just having someone document on Instagram stories
1: um, and just do
0: enough that you have no no
1: it's not it's just the whole experience thing it's a,
0: it's
1: a whole experience.
0: yeah, but thinking about the fact that you need to do it consistently means that you should probably have lots of little bit of experiences yeah but uh, so you know what the the burger place also does it very nicely. With their social, so yeah. they have an ongoing experience. But their videos were mostly about like people coming to order the burgers and what kind of people are just sitting down. But and having but,
1: but that's a milkshake that's what people want to see. People want to get stories more than ever. Instagram <laughs> stories are real stories; it doesn't matter. But you just want to see the real people. You don't want to see the advertising anymore. Like I think I think that if you put in a, you know what I think that if a restaurant would put in like a hyperloop camera kind of thing, and watch people go in and out for like 24 hours and post that to their stories, that wouldn't work.
0: I think it's more about having that Walmart woman scream at the register and have that recording. But yeah. No, that would be even That's way better. That <laughs> be even better. You know what? I would do a hyperloop where every
1: like uh, 10 seconds somebody fucks up. You actually send a waiter to spill drinks on somebody. Or like, ah, nice. And, and, that, and, that. and that's the viral thing out of it, by the way.
0: Interesting. And then you had
1: this one character that goes back all the time which is like kind of out of the out, like hyperloop. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because that person goes in and out of the store, it's like 24 hours, but there's a lot of engagement with that one character, and you start building their story towards the entire thing.
0: Interesting. This also very much connects to what uh, uh, The Hundreds, the uh, urban uh, clothing brand California did in the beginning, which was just to have their employees just use the stories. In the beginning I kinda of felt like, wow, this is kinda of stupid. They don't know what they're doing. Only Bobby Hundred, the guy who like well knows yeah. his thing, his real name is Bobby something else, but like generally, he was the only one who really knew how to use it, because his life was interesting as hell, and all the other people were kinda of just like slumming it. But in the end it became fun to watch. So the
1: human so I think the human experience
0: and the real deal
1: and uh, did we ever talk ah? Uh, can we, can we do the three minutes more about the future of social and how I see social and VR coming to play in the next 10 years?
0: I like how right now I get the option to go, no, and that's it. So join us next week. No, so it's, like, it's, a,
1: it's a very long episode. We want to do shorter ones, but yeah. you're already here, so we can kind of fuck you.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so Just, like,
1: you, like you could have said no. Yeah, like, you could have
0: stopped at 30 yeah. or so pause I think, it. You I know think, what? Split this to two days. So I...
1: <laughs> This is a whole 48 hours marathon of the podcast, right? Go. Every episode will be two days long. Uh, we're going to have team first. Good done. No, we're not going to have team first. Anyway. People will
0: come guest
1: visit us and bring us food. Yeah, like, like in Thailand. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so uh, I think that in the future what we're going to see is that you're gonna have people actually living their life with goggles, whatever, broadcasting what they're actually doing and how they're enjoying their life, and other people will sit down at home with a VR and they would live their lives through an influencer's eyes, because that's what I think people really want to do. They want to experience somebody else's experience, who's like better, more successful, get behind-the-scenes access, whatever that they don't get. That's like a very dark future in my head. No, no,
0: it's very black mirror. You get that? Yeah. But like, but even my wall, you remember the wall? I, I agree with you that that's where we would want to go naturally. No. I, but I think that there's no way we're getting there. I think 10 years you're going to see There's this. no way. We're, no, there's no way. So no this way is recorded going. now, Jennifer. No, no, no. I'll tell and you And we can actually see this. I'll tell you why. Because with the stuff that Apple, Facebook, and all these companies are doing, even the apps now, are doing right now, is that there's this huge push for... We need to get away from these things as fast uh, as possible. I
1: don't I don't believe that shit.
0: No, no, no. The reason why Apple is doing that new thing in their new update where you can limit the amount of time that you're doing your stuff is not because they give a shit about us. It's because they give a shit about them because they know that we're going to start suing them when we start seeing that our children are being born stupider and stupider, and stupider, which has to do with... You know, all kinds of different things that have to do with phone. I do think – And this is not for I me. Think, I'm not one of those people who say keep your kids away from screens. Not at all. I think, I think
1: Apple is playing the righteous
0: game. No, no. I think they're I, preparing, I, no, they're preparing I, to I get think. I think, I think look, at, look at Facebook right now. Look at Facebook and where they it's are. It's a whole
1: different thing. But, Facebook, but Apple is basically playing off whatever other companies are getting in trouble with. So now it's like the whole privacy thing and how they go to crazy lengths to do the privacy thing. Uh, which I think companies are getting massively wrong, but never that's a different conversation. And uh, every time Facebook or another major brand will fuck up, it will be the first one. These days, this is like the new Apple, which is kind of shitty, uh, <laughs> would go in and say, hey, but we don't do that. And that's... I, sure. I, don't th- I think that right now
0: the reason they're doing this... And they're limiting they it
1: because it's a popular parents talk.
0: No, I get what you're saying. I also thought that in the beginning. But now when I'm looking at the stuff, I'm saying they're limiting it to, prepare, to protect themselves legally no. Listen, because t- it's not it's the not only I, people who will sue like are old people do like you believe us. no let me put it like this do you believe that technology has a, a effect on the human mind of course it does okay do you, you believe that it has a negative effect on yeah, children yeah but I'm old One a second it doesn't matter do you believe I'm not saying again, if you, yeah, let kid, but, you let your but, kid hold a phone right? if you let your, kid you hold the phone, your right? grandma they thought the beetles were dragging that's fine head. but it's not about that this is even more messed up than that it goes yeah. as simple as this I sat with this, profe- this, this scientist actually who checks this whole thing about the development of human minds and what ha- what's the effect of phones and, and technology on children. And she actually said that in the simplest version of this, the fact that we have adapted this culture of we want to make everything easier. So you press a button and a beer appears rather than you having to prepare a beer or you having right. to do something, right, where there was steps to it. That part of our brain is shrinking every generation. Right. And what's going to end up happening and it, and it gets passed down to your kids. So if yours is shrunk by 50%, let's just say, then your kid starts from that 50% and goes lower, right? So even in that sense, our kids are losing the part of their brain that knows how to do long or patient, have patience to create the long processes. And then you have like the other stuff where it's like uh, blue light at night, uh, actually damages your white matter, yeah, like gray you know, matter, it matter. No, no, all these no. things, wait, all these things, we kind of know these scientific things do I not let my kid watch television? Fuck no. My kid plays fucking Nintendo Switch. We he's on the phone. He's yeah, doing chose. FaceTime he shit. <laughs> no, <You> know, we, <laughs> <laughs> no, we do all that shit. In my opinion, you have to balance that stuff out. I don't want my kid to be stupid. I know someone who doesn't let their kid watch any any screens. This kid's going to go to first grade or kindergarten. They're going to be like, oh, Spider-Man. He's going to go, "What Spider-Man? And one of the kids is going to lynch. Like five kids are going to lynch him. They're just going to lynch him. Have you seen the latest Chris Fr- I even did a Chris Rock show. I was a Chris Rock show. I that, felt like he was old. I don't know. Yeah, right. but, but, he, he got he wasn't,
1: but he said the thing about bullies. You have to have bullies, you know, because you know, that's how Facebook was. About, because Somebody hit Bobby Zuckerberg with yeah. his book <laughs> on his face. And boom. He was like, yeah, Facebook. Facebook. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you right. know what? I think, I think the problem with this discussion is that like sometimes just it just things. doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Because when your grandparents said, the Beatles are dragging me down, or when CBS censored Elvis' hips, because they felt like you were... So, so you just can't find yeah, it. Is, what I actually do think, by the way, is that each generation is getting dumber, and this, you know if you look at the classic I come like from the music background
0: so you're saying we're evolving to something else you're not saying that we're becoming mm, uh, worse no I'm saying be we're okay. deteriorating so, so then what the fuck man we're not gonna do with it no way someone's gonna, someone's gonna end up suing someone's no, gonna listen, end up suing listen, no
1: listen the way I see this and this is like very dark I'm a dark person like like in nature not he wears all black yeah just <laughs> um, like every species will look, you know will kind of ex- die off yeah and I think that we either there might be two things happening. Either this is us walking to our demise, with like you know the world, like the actual Earth, <laughs> dying out on us, uh, or this is going to be an evolution of you know of how we communicate or how we see things. Because on the other hand, this I think this generation has created more entrepreneurs. has created more new stuff. And, and it's actually, think about how technology advanced, and technology isn't advancing only because
0: of old people. Yeah, but it these generations, the people who are actually doing those things are the people who were raised, like, on the line between technology. Yeah, and the but,
1: but you know what? That was always the thing.
0: I, like, by the way, in my head, I'm imagining, like, a character from Rick and Morty kind of walk, yeah. walking in the future, walking up to, like, a lion and go, ooh, pretty cat, and then just eats him, like, frozen. Have you thing. seen the
1: movie Theocracy? No, I don't think so. You should watch it. This is like basically how the people would be like 30 years and or whatever. And it showed so many scenes that were actually later on in the Trump administration, like with the other campaign thing, you would actually see similar scenes happening like All in, right. in the media and never was joking about it. Like, there's a part in the, in the movie where somebody goes to jail and he walks into also the... I believe that
0: that's, by the way, that's some of the best marketing stuff is. It's just when you have something funny and then it, because it's based on reality and it's going to end up no. happening.
1: Yeah, and, and then it's, it's a bad news for everybody. Anyway, I think we're almost a, an hour long, which is yeah. like twice as much as we wanted to have Sorry, to be with this lousy audio quality that's going to be solved by the next episode. Thanks to Surprise Sponsor. And, uh, and uh, that's it for today. I'm going to cut us off.
0: Yeah, we're ending with that. We're ending so with that. We love the Dark world, everybody's going to die. Yeah, that we're, we're very good at this. Like, but ending. Yeah, on a good note. like we
1: know how to resonate with people. We do marketing, so everybody's going to die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good That's night. I don't know. But uh, if you like the podcast, let us know. If you have any comments, let us know. Please, you know, again, uh, like, subscribe. Uh, I don't know what else you could possibly do with the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Make it your national absolutely. anthem. Sus- I don't know. But like, ah, just would, go. Out.
1: Yeah, this is like an hour long nation. Yeah, just go with sense. it. Um, and uh, uh, wait, I want to do with the same thing last time. If there's only one person in the world you think uh, in your life that will enjoy or get a benefit from listening to us jabbing in the last hour, please share the podcast with them. But only if it gives value. The other thing you can do is you can share it with a person that you actually kind of hate.
0: And you're like, and, and there's t- an amazing thing in here you need to hear. Yeah. I don't remember what second. It's now, on. you should tell,
1: it's, it's 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 in about fifty-two minutes long, but you should give them this like in the low quality uh, streaming, so you have to listen to the whole thing because if not it kinda cuts off. And No, just don't tell them where for, it was. But there was this wow. thing where they
0: mentioned their name and then just Somewhere the in the middle. Yeah.
1: Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere of. in the middle. So subscribe, review, share, praise, bring share fan art. I wanna have fan art. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for listening for this whole 56 and 5 seconds episode Uh, it's longer now anyway so thank you so much Bye. bye